BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show. Interior news headlines. Well, uh, this morning saw a fatal car accident at 168th and Maple. Authorities are investigating. One person was critically injured, transported to the hospital where she later died of those injuries. Happened at around five o'clock this morning. A second person was injured in the two vehicle crash, uh, but declined medical treatment. The accident involved a truck and a van. The circumstances are still being investigated. And a fifth uh, police precinct is going to call Elkhorn home. The Omaha Police Department's West Precinct will be located on a four-acre patch of land near 204th and West Dodge Road. It'll cover 911 emergency calls west of Interstate 680. The Omaha Police Chief says that the new facility will have many benefits, including improving response times to that oh, area. Oh, jeez, I'm sure Elkhorn's like about time. Yeah, it's been a while since we annexed them. When did we annex? A few oh years God, ago. It had to, longer than a few years ago. It had to be seen a few years ago. We were I'm in the old five. building. I bet it was 10 years ago. Had it been 10? Yeah, we'll have to look. Jeez. Seven? Yeah, probably around seven ten. And then they remember they tried to. It was the gotchas that offered to to uh, buy it back when the yeah. city needed money. They're like, we'll get it. Uh, a Nebraska prison is still on lockdown after a disturbance last week at the Tecumseh Correctional Center that left two inmates dead. Right now, the Nebraska State Patrol is leading the criminal investigation. Staff continue to repair the damage. The state corrections officials say that improvements during the past 18 months kept the damage that was inflicted on the facility from being much worse. And a disturbance allegedly, uh, a, a disturbance that happened involving uh, boxing champ Terrence Crawford. Uh, he was questioned by police and later released without any charges. It happened involving a large crowd, one possibly armed uh, in the party uh, near 30th and I, Hanover. I can't tell what happened. So there was kind of some kind of disturbance. In the morning, and then someone went back at one to fight, and I mean, it's just... The two gals showed up with a gripe at that establishment. Uh, And I don't know, did did Crawford know one of them? Was he in the car waiting for one of them? Or was he a superhero? He was driving... Someone was driving by, and he was in the car. From what I read. He was identified as the driver, yeah. Yeah, well... Yeah, I don't know. So By the way, El- Elkhorn was annexed in 20, 2005, but it was hung up in the courts until it was officially, uh, the fight ended in March 1st, 2007. Oh, wow. Okay. Is when Elkhorn so 10 ceased years. being an independent municipality. 10-year anniversary, and they're finally getting a police district. That's, remember that. That's pretty nutty, if you take my meaning. Uh, a free Wi-Fi program in Council Bluffs is expanding. That city's B-Link program is now available north of 9th Avenue between 6th and 16th Street. Once complete, the program is expected to provide wireless internet access to more than 40,000 people for free. The FBI is getting ready to go after the source of leaks from the CIA. WikiLeaks, uh, the anti-secrecy website, posted what it says is an arsenal of hacking tools that the CIA employs to spy on uh, um, international espionage targets. 
uh, government and tech industry officials were scrambling yesterday to learn how accurate the documents released by the website are and how deep they go. There's also trying to assess the damage that the leaks might cause on uh, current investigations and how much harm could come from future publications of WikiLeaks that they're promising to make. I don't think people are even really that spooked out. We're all just like, I get it. You're listening. <laughs> A lot of us didn't realize that there were microphones on televisions. We're like, what? Because the story How was like, not? Weeping I, I Angel ever... is the name of the program that can tap into the microphone on your television. We're all like, microphone? I don't know where my microphone's at. We knew there was a camera on some, but I guess there's a mic. And well, now they're smart, listening. I mean, it's, I guess it's like some smart TVs there. Um, you can voice activate, you know, like, hey, I want to look at. I mean, you know, we've seen those I commercials. That. Why do they even have to go through your TV, though? We all have our phone with an earshot. Mm -hmm. We all are sitting next to a microphone Laptop, at all time. iPad. The thing that made me wonder is, okay, so obviously the WikiLeaks was about us employing this on other countries. Yeah. I would assume that other countries have this same technology in their espionage arsenal to Probably. You so you just wonder like when they have meetings, let's say in the White House or in the Pentagon, is it one of those like, I'm sorry, you gotta leave your cell phone outside? I'm Do sure they have it is. black rooms? Why not? I mean think about we're talking about leaks. Everything is leaking. Leak, 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 leak. Remember well it that makes me wonder because one of the remember Sean Spicer did this press conference about a couple of weeks ago, they were laughing because he was yelling at him about in the press corps about leaks, and uh, or he had yelled at his own staff, yeah. and they grabbed everybody's phones. Yes, and that story immediately leaked. Mm -hmm. The meeting about leaks immediately leaked. Somebody yeah. put it out there. Now, is this so? It makes you wonder: Is this somebody calling the press, or are people using technology? I don't necessarily mean our well, government. This code is supposedly out there, so right. there could be nefarious non-state actors that have this code that are basically hacking and selling information. There might well, be a whole... Well, it just makes you nervous because like, you know, I mean, you even think, I mean, you know, Trump himself, like POTUS, he has, you know, everybody talks about his Android phone. They're like, oh, he won't take a secure phone. And now you're like, well, geez, make him take a secure phone because apparently... Android can be, you know, I mean, I, I just, I wonder if they're going to get to the point where it's like meetings will be like, and you need to you know what's interesting? Your... They should. Okay, so former head of the NSA, Michael Hayden, was on that uh, CBS Colbert. Colbert last night, and, and he asked him about the thing of when he uh, tweeted out that thing Saturday, you know, about uh, Obama wiretapping wire him. And Hayden's like, there's no way that happened. You know, the president would never do that. He can't legally do that. But, yep. um, the question was, well, did the president break the law by putting out classified information? And this was interesting. Hayden goes, here's the thing. When the president says it, it's no longer classified. The president can declassify anything the moment he says it. Oh, really? Classified material is no longer classified. Now, does the, he have to say... When the president says it. When he says... that In a non-classified non manner. Oh, so it's like, that's huh. why they are so nervous about probably the intelligence meetings because they're like, whatever we tell this guy, if he decides he can, to tweet about it, suddenly now- He can put anything he wants legally right. out there. And, and there's nothing and they can do about it. The, the original wiretapping laws go back to the Nixon administration, who remember he used to tape everybody. He was so paranoid. Yeah, He'd so roll paranoid. in and he was rolling tape. And that's what they put those laws. They're like, okay, we got to take this all the way to the top. President has tons of powers, but they're like, he can't wiretap. Nope. He can't record people. He's got to no. ask for it. You got to ask permission or you've got to get a warrant. I mean, and even then, like the Justice Department, it's like a double blind, like the but executive branch and the Justice so Department. So this is what Hayden, Hayden and some of these critics are saying. They're like, well, here's the thing that Trump is forgetting to realize. He doesn't have to complain about anything anymore. It's like, dude, you're the press. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to tweet about it. They're like, you can 
you can call anyone and get the answers. Yeah. You don't have to put it out there like somebody should find out what this is about. You know, like, you're you're I was thinking to myself, they, he should take these tweets that he does, because I'm even wore out and I don't even care. Um, he should take these tweets and just write them down on a piece of paper and date them. Like the letter never sent. The letter never sent and just have that his One whole presidency think. and then publish it the or letter, something. To the letter you write to the old girlfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just something like that. And then you put it in the lockbox. And then I you am with you. publish it, I don't know, later or, you know, when you're done. The tweets are little out of control. Well, I think be- what he doesn't realize is I think I mean, this is the thing, is that I don't think he's I don't think he's fully gathered the concept of the the mantle of power that he's in now he's not just trump the private citizen the you know the real estate mogul you know what i mean like he's not tweets aren't fun they're not funny they're nothing well because now it's like he says something and that launches like an entire investigation before when he was used to saying that stuff like yeah somebody should look into that it was like him as a private citizen being like yeah now they're like you do realize then that now we do have to do that because you're the president like it's different now and I don't think anybody's yeah. brought him up to speed on that. I don't think he cares. Well, I think there's a trust issue with that whole administration. With yeah. leaks everywhere, leaks in the press, leak in your own administration, leak in the people that, that are still in the White House from the prior, that there's a trust issue. I think he still thinks that like this, this Twitter feed is his only pure form of communication. Because he gets to say it. anyone. <laughs> he gets yeah. to say it, and then he gets to read back what he says and says... That's what it is, because I said it, which is kind of all Americans right now. We just like, we don't want any feedback. Yeah. We want to post things on Facebook without anybody hating on it. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, uh, internet trolling, we always think that, like, who are those people that go, you know, combing the internet to just hate on others or incite, you know, bad behavior by posting something sensational? Everyone. I guess everyone, anyone can become a troll. That's what they're they're realizing. Uh, that scientists have been studying and going combing through all of this these you know um, interactions and uh, intense violators of community norms are a serious problem. And it seems like everybody at some point, at one point, you should you be allowed to though? Yes. I mean, you should be allowed to do that, but you have to be willing to take the, the repercussions, whatever that that comes with it. Yeah, Which so, is, it's a weird way. I don't know what to say. It's a controversial thing. So the definition, I guess they, they've adopted a definition uh, in this study of trolling that includes flaming, griefing, swearing, or personal attacks, including behavior outside the acceptable bounds defined by, you know, community guidelines for discussion forums. Like how you would actually interact with someone in real life. Would you... Would you be that brash? Would you be that, you know, Of course not. You're braver behind a keyboard. But, I mean, it is America, and we believe in free speech, so I'm always even the ugliest speech. I'm like, well, it's still free speech. We're getting into this place where everybody wants everyone to self-edit, and I'm uncomfortable with that whole, why did you say that culture? Why did you say that? Why would you say that? It's like... Because you can. And you do. Yeah, That's but the just problem, the way it works. This is the difference. I think this is this is where I, I differ because, yes, you can say, but there are consequences for what you say. We also yeah. don't live in a culture where you get to say whatever you want, and just because you said it and you're protected by free speech means but, that what you said was okay. I totally get that, Molly, Nobody but don't you that. think but, in but, a little but, way that— You can't have it both ways. When you're trying to say you can say whatever you said, but you should not say that, then we are— 
slowly、it's、but surely. You should not say that, but there are consequences. That's what people need to understand. Yeah, it's the free market of ideas. You're running up a flagpole. If nobody、uh, agrees with it and you sound like a moron, that's usually what edits free speech that you kind of learn. Okay, I've said some dumb things before and got some negative feedback and I've learned how to talk. It's like this is how people learn how to communicate. Well, yeah, I, I just I don't understand the concept that, like, well, I'm allowed to say whatever I want because, you know, it's free speech. It's like, no, free speech means that you can say whatever you want. But, but just because you, you say it doesn't necessarily make it when, true or accurate I, or well, right no or kind. Says, no one has ever said that. It's just it used to be the way the world worked is you say something out loud in front of the five friends that you have or the five people in the room or how many people can be in a room. And that feedback slowly sort of gave you the right kind of edit. Now, since you can put it, every statement you say is in theory since the internet to the world. A lot of people go on Facebook and maybe they only have 50 friends. That comment was only to their 50 friends. But if somebody disagrees with what you said or thinks you're a racist, they put it on blast and CNN picks it up. A guy in Dubuque you know, said、control. this thing. And why did he say that? I mean, we do it to everybody. What is the appropriate level of shaming someone? When they say dumb things on social Instead media. Instead of like unfriending them. I don't think we've figured that out yet. It, does, it seems like a disproportionate response to when、yeah. people say something dumb. It's such a sensitive world. We're well, social really, media, really I think, is. is different, but I think people try to apply those same norms to public speaking and, and, and putting that out there to the larger audience. And then, you know. Just because you share something doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be received. So maybe、crazy. we need to, to have the Toastmasters. You know, the Toastmasters are that's that group of, you know, it's like a civic organization, every town where, town where you learn how to give speeches, you network, but you learn how to get up and talk. Maybe we need a civics lesson from the Toastmasters, the Toastmasters. <laughs> on how to use social media. Yes. How, how to get up. Yeah. How, how to, to talk. Navigate. I don't know. I want to be able to troll. I don't do it. I want to all the time, but I don't. That's just a, my personality. You know, I make that choice of, well, if I do that, then one, I'm possibly hurting someone. And, and two, it, this could become something stupid when, you know, I'm just in the moment. You're of, afraid of that disproportionate、absolutely. level of response. You don't want to troll a 10 year old. You're not talking about、no. bullying. You're saying that when somebody. I just want to say, like, really? Look this... at my new outfit. You want to go, you look you stupid. Look I want to say the truth. Then you know, do. Because, because, well, that's the problem because you go down to yourself. Yes, exactly. Because you go down and everyone's like, oh, everything's wonderful, beautiful, you look lovely, this and that and that. But the truth, that's not what I've always self, said. The truth will never set you free. Everybody's self editing. It、that's、used to be、fair. you could say something to your little circle. I think Jane looks dumb in that outfit.、Yes. Now it's like if you say that in the wrong, where there's a microphone obviously on or off at all times, why did you say that? <laughs> Why did you say that? I'm going to tell、fair. the whole world. Think about that, how unfair that is. I can't、I'm, say I, you look it, awful it has... in those jeans. <laughs> <laughs> you're so mean. <laughs> well, you're like, I want to just ruin your day so badly. Or he's helping well, she, you. They threw it out there. They asked my opinion. They didn't ask your o、oh, If they're、oh. asking your opinion, how do I look in these jeans? No one ever goes, no one ever will say awful. They won't. Maybe、hours. you private message. You don't put them on blast, but maybe you send them a private message being like, ah, you, you have a look cuter. I don't know. I'm just. I, I, I think you know. You know what you're talking about. You're being PC. 
No, but I'm saying like maybe if you in a, in a case like that, I'm just people put pictures of themselves out there, and maybe that is considering putting yourself out there. But I'm saying if you really are asking for public opinion, you got to be ready to hear what what comes next, good, bad, ugly. Yes, I know. So I would say I if you are soliciting, then that's different. Then you got to be like, I got to own this. I got to own it. Ninety-four-one.com. This, this is the Big Party Morning Show. Today is a day without women. Yes. Um. Where are they? Where are they? Is the question? Where yeah, I are guess the women. Molly, you're the only woman we've seen so far. Well, we got the. I see another uh, woman walking around. Um, on an, on another station. Mm-hmm. Um, did you think about? I mean, honestly, taking taking it off. Where no. would she go, Ma? She's at I home. Felt, oh. Well, <laughs> that's. Be that's hiding the, in the that's, other yeah, room. Exactly. Thing. That's what I think because they're even saying. I mean, they, they just have suggestions on what to do. Molly was uh, able to do both. Yeah. yeah, Molly was able to stay home in solidarity and work. <laughs> now, if you have a female, a, a woman who is a uh, maybe a uh, a nanny, yeah, or babysitter or anything like that, you're encouraged to give them a paid day off. Uh, to uh, take part in in this uh, women without a day. I mean, a day without women. A day without women. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how. I, I have friends that did that take the day it? off. They, I have friends that are taking the day off. I have friends that are, you know, working from home today. I have friends that are going to work but wearing red and not doing any shopping today. The big thing for me was the economic impact. Yeah, that was the one thing that I, when I read about it, because I was like, I'm not going to take the day off of work. I mean, it just that's just not my not my thing. Uh-huh. Um, but I was very interested to hear about the power of the female dollar about how much of an economic generator we are um, in the American economy. For shopping and and all that stuff. Exactly. Like we do most of the shopping in this country, whether it's, you know, just as individuals or for households, we tend to be the bursars, you know, we tend to be the people that are either doing the grocery shopping or making making the economic choices like maybe for the household, like how we're going to spend money. Yeah, and And it's always been like that. I mean, that's advertising names, all the ads that... Who, who's making the towards women? So I, my encouragement to for myself is I'm not spending any money today. That okay. I'm not uh, that I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Uh, you know. Um, I mean, would anybody know? I mean, well, I guess I mean, you're just saying the collective hit to the economy. I thought I the point was to stay home from work or whatever you do to go march. No, I mean the whole point was that what would be what would be the it's not just about staying home and marching. It's about what would it be like what if no women, the absence of women participating in this country, in this economy, in this workforce, what would happen if that was discounted? So the idea is, is I feel that, like it's, it's, it sounds like a social experiment. <laughs> yeah, kind like of. That. I mean, it's like yeah. the day without immigrants. Don't you remember they told you not to go shopping that day? And there was there was talk about people like choosing how to spend their money that day, only going to, you know, maybe in supporting, um, you know, immigrant, uh, uh, immigrant owned businesses or, you know, restaurants yeah, yeah. or what have you. The same thing. Same deal applies for today. Same deal. Okay. Do you think there'll ever be a day without men or is that like every day? A day without men. I think if guys felt like they were being discounted in the public conversation or if they felt that somehow that their rights were being infringed upon, then yeah, they should organize and do something. I mean, a a lot of this has to do with the fact that a lot of women are feeling a little marginalized by a lot of the new executive 
decisions, whether that be health care or reproductive rights or, you know, workplace equality, that kind of thing. And so this is just a moment to maybe reset and give people a chance to understand the contributions that women make. They say, the they say the United States has the highest proportion of women in senior management positions with 43%. Of any country in the in the Organization for Economic Cooperation, women compromise forty forty seven percent of the U.S. labor force. Uh, the U.S. is ranked eighth globally in gender equality by the World Economic Forum. Twenty four percent of working American women are in professional fields, compared to only sixteen percent of working American men. It's more、oh. of a sad reflection of how many guys aren't working. Forty six percent of American firms. Forty six percent of American firms. Are owned or co owned by women. So there,、wow. are some good, there are some good things. The glass There's a lot of good is, things. Is, is yeah, closer and closer. Yeah, no, I mean, I would definitely think that you're seeing. You nearly had a female president. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think、I、that. I was like, I know. I think that you see <laughs> the, the moments where women are making you know, strides as far as. Where they are in management, but the one, the dark side to that is, is what you're finding out is a lot of times the reason companies are choosing to put women in these higher positions is because they're paying them less. You know, so someone who is also a senior, you know, VP or whatever, you may come to find out that you aren't making the same as your male counterpart. Okay. Even though you have the same experience, you have the same you education, work the same you work the same hours, but just by matter of you being female, you are paid less. See, that's not fair. If you're working the same hours, doing the exact same job,、right. putting the same amount of time and effort and, and, and dedication and sacrifice, Uh, for a company, then yeah, you should be, you know, especially、right. if you have the same experience、yeah. or more. I mean, then you should be compensated as well, if not more than the person. Whoever's got the most jazz juice should be compensated、right. financially. And I think that that's sort of the pushback. And I mean, and what you're seeing is, is that, you know, women in the workforce. Uh, a lot of times in those senior management positions or even any kind of you know, positions sometimes are、uh, paid less than the male, you know, like whatever they say, 70 some percent to the man dollar. But then you look at minority women and they're paid even less than Caucasian women. So, I mean, then you really are, it's like you're getting the double discount. You know, it's like, okay, well, we're paying you less because you're a woman and we're also paying you less. So maybe it sounds like a more effective drill would be day without a woman would be more effective. Fight would be a day without a man where we stay home and you ladies do all the kind of stuff, you know, that you guys want to do. The guys come back to work the next day and there's a bunch of changes. Desks have been moved around,、mm-hmm. flowers on desks. You have a new boss. <laughs> Why would you say that? No, I mean, I don't know. What, what, what would that, pr- I guess, what would the social experiment prove? That、I、women can do、time. things in light of men not being there? I think、yes. that that's, yeah, yeah we, you guys get, we get do, that. You、we、can get things、okay. done. I guess I'll be quiet. Without, <laughs> maybe <laughs>、no. we should go home. No, I'm just saying,、it's、I don't、so、know. I'm serious. I don't know if、it's、that experiment、so、would work. <laughs> no, but it's the same. It's pretty much the same thing, I guess, when you put it like that. You know, a, a day without a woman could easily be like. So, Molly, what's going to be your financial、uh, guy's job? What's going to the financial hit to the economy today? What are you not buying? I'm not going. I did my grocery shopping yesterday. I got my、uh, gas yesterday. I'm not going to get any coffee today. I'm going to do that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, see if. Okay. 
So but I mean, today, things would that you... I would usually have done, like, hey, let's you run to the store. I, I made a point of doing it yesterday. That we that, that there's no, you know, like I've got dinner planned for tonight. Usually, I'll go like on the daily. And do like, okay, what's the dinner plan? Let's hit the store and get groceries for so tonight. So the kids won't be starving tonight. No. I mean, so I got stuff for yesterday that would be for last night and tonight. So and your then, economic hit's not going to, it's only going to be a matter today, but you got that done yesterday. So the economic hit's not going to really matter too much. Well, I mean, obviously, end. like, well, the, it, an economic hit in the sense that, like, if you're looking for your daily ring, if you're looking for what sales you made today, you're going to see a dip in what sales you made today. But yesterday, and, you would have saw a rise. Well, it wouldn't have been a rise at all. Would equal out in the end, I would imagine, on account yeah. of the fact that I still need to eat. <laughs> I mean, food, I do have to, make to still feed my children. I mean, day without a woman isn't like day without a mom. I mean, I still have to pick up my kids from school. I still had to pack lunches this morning. I mean, <laughs> day without a mom's next. Day without a mom, that is when the world will really like people are like, this is ridiculous. Day without a mom. Day I without mean, a mom. Okay. Omaha's number one hit music station. Station. This is the one and only. All right, celebrity news. What's up? Well, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner have put their divorce on hold. Word is, is that they are calling off their split and maybe giving their marriage another shot. Uh, Jen Garner uh, has called off the divorce, according to uh, a source close to the couple, and saying that she really wants to work things out with well, That's ben. pretty cool. I know. How long have they been separated or uh, in the process? I would say it's been at least nearly two years that they said that they announced their separation nearly two years ago, and there were reports just a couple weeks ago that the divorce was still very much on, but then I guess... Jennifer Garner was telling friends that, you know, I'm planning on filing for divorce. And then she was exhausted with the up and downs. But I don't know. Apparently willing to give it another chance. Now, I hope this, so. They've gotten this, a lot of kids. Was this all forced on because of cheating and or is it his partying and all that stuff? It, it didn't sound like it was. Well, I didn't think it was cheating. I'm trying to remember if it was the nanny. There's been so many like nanny cheating stories. I think he did have like rather chummy relations with their nanny. But um I don't know. I think it was just more challenges within the relationship, but I hope that they, I mean, it sounds like a chance of reconciliation. They both really love each other, according to, you know, people who know them both and that they really, really love the kids and the kids love their parents and they want to be a family and give it a try again. So hopefully that works out for them. Uh, Ed Sheeran is enjoying a lot of love right now. His new album just came out on Friday, Divide. Uh, he's on the Today Show this morning, jamming out with his new uh, single, um, Castle on the Hill. And there's word that he, now comes word that he's going to be heading to town in September. Going to be performing at the Century Link, and we'll have tickets starting Monday for that show that I'm sure is going to sell out. Yeah, it's That's September 12th uh, at the Century Link, Molly said. But uh, yeah, tickets go on sale on St. Patty's Day next Friday at 10 a.m. Uh, yeah, so those tickets, Monday, like you said, are going to be up for grabs all week next week. When it's, a, uh, it's a Tuesday night, the yep. 12th. So uh, Ed Sheeran did an interview with Rolling Stone magazine. And while he put to bed any kind of rumors that he and Taylor Swift may have ever been romantically involved, saying that that's just simply not true. He did say, though, that while he was 22 and an awkward British kid out on tour with the biggest artist in America, he may or may not have hooked up with a couple of her famous friends. Oh, I'm sure he did. <laughs> and that's pretty um, crazy. I mean, said, I guess why not? Right. He said he would often find himself in situations just waking up and looking over and being like, how the blank did that happen? 
So he's 26 now, singer songwriter, and a big superstar in his own right, selling out stadiums all over the world. And like I said, coming here September 12th,、uh, Jason Derulo. Is、uh, an enterprising guy when it comes to、uh, how he chooses to itemize the strip club. His accountant is either a genius or possibly going to get audited because Jason Derulo is planning on writing off the $70,000 he dropped at an LA strip club earlier this week. Well, I mean, you know, it's not like he works for an accounting firm, he is a singer. Right. Doing recon, doing all sorts of research. So I guess after Jason Derulo and his crew. Uh, showed a TMZ videographer a copy of their receipt from Ace of Diamonds, which included two bottles of champagne priced at $11,000 and $21,000.、Yeah, uh, one Dr- night. That's one not night. fair. I mean, that's just two that's bottles of champagne. A record.、So、I mean, that seems like Brewster's、delivery. millions. If somebody said, Can you? Right. Don't you think that that would be a challenge if somebody said, Can you spend $73,000 on a Monday here at the strip club? Oh. <sighs> Could、yeah. you even? And he did. And he's like, yes, I can. So, $11,000 bottle of champagne followed by a $21,000 bottle of champagne. Says he's not worried about See, the bill because、uh, Uncle Sam will pick it up. He's like, it is definitely a write off. It's a single release party. This is just what he's going to say. But <laughs>、oh, really? still, it still came out of his pocket. That,、yeah. that shows how much a strip club, how efficient they are. $21,000. Of, of dinging you. Of. They will、grand? get it out of you, whatever you have. $23,000 on alcohol and $20,000 on strippers. Only a strip club could pull that money out of you. I'm telling you, no bar no, could no, get、no. $73,000 out of you if they tried as much as they could. I just don't get it. How do you You've spend- never been in a strip club? No, I mean, not that kind of、yeah. strip club. I've been in a strip club, and the strip clubs I've been in would not be able to produce $70,000 out of a single party. Yeah, they, they charge a hell out of us for yeah, beer and they, stuff. They, they, they get、really、the equivalent of you. Yeah. Yeah. The, you see the walk of shame all night where the, the dancers walk the guy over to the ATM. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> Take more out. You like what I got? Oh, yeah. That's just, I, it'd be crazy to be in that kind of level of strip club. I mean, when you're talking about a strip club that's got $11,000, $11,000 bottles of whatever, $1,400 bottles of Ace Rose Pink. So he bought five bottles of Ace, Ro- Ace Rose Pink Champagne. Those are $1,400 a piece.、Yikes. 1942 Don Julio Tequila. He had five magnums of that. Those go for $2,200. The, the three magnums of Dom Perignon go for $7,000. And this is pretty sweet. That's a lot. I mean, imagine being part of that party. But then,、uh, so then you almost feel bad because it was mostly on the booze. So 50 grand was spent on the booze, right? And then only like 20 some was spent on the ladies. I know, only, tw- only 20,000 spent 20, on strippers. Men <laughs> always spending more on booze than the、oh, ladies. Come on. Show a lady what you got. That is your celebrity news update on Oma's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. Oma's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. This is the Big Party Morning Show. Show, show, show.